Introduce the podcast. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Olivia. Hi, I don't have COVID anymore. You've succeeded at defeating the enemy. Yeah, that's what they say in Yu-Gi-Oh. Great job making it really uh, topical and relevant for the podcast, babe. Your life points have returned? (laughs) (laughs) You have reborn the monster? Yeah. So what happened was you you got sick with a not COVID illness that was just Correct. really bad, and then I got sick with a COVID illness which was also bad, and that's why there were like five weeks where we didn't fucking do anything. Yeah. Um. Turns out COVID is still happening. Yeah. Uh, but we're here. We've got our decks shuffled. And we're gonna duel right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. <laughs> uh, well, what kind of monsters do you have today? Um, uh, that's honestly, where are my Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Because, like, I don't think I ever got rid of them, really. So they... But I've moved multiple times since I stopped playing Yu-Gi-Oh. So, like, they're somewhere. So there's no guarantee that you actually have them. Yeah, but like, I didn't. I didn't purposefully give them away. I think I took out all the boss monsters and put them in a binder, which I definitely do have with me. Well, that's good. Yeah. So at the very least, I have all my elemental heroes. I never got that deep in. Because I only ever had a big, like, six or seven inch tall deck that was just bound with, uh, like, a ponytail or something. I definitely did not honor the you-can-have-40-cards-in-your-deck rule. <laughs> I, th- I, hmm. I think you can have more than 40 in your deck. Um, no, wait, I think, I think it's between 40 and 60. But if you're playing optimally, you want 40, you know, like you want the smallest deck the game will allow you to have. Yeah, you want to get what you want. Yeah, like more often. Um, But I definitely would just play with my sister and just just summon like 20 monsters in a row on one turn. And then win. We didn't know how to play. (laughs) Well, neither does Yugi Moto, so. Well... That's fine. He's not dueling this week. That's so true. It was a Joey episode this week. This 
set of episodes, Arena of Lost Souls, begins with furry fantasy. Right. I forgot how... Okay. So we we, (laughs) we watched the episodes. We had a recording session, like, technical failure. So now we are reconvening. And in the meantime, I forgot how, like, stupid horny these episodes were. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Joey Wheeler is having a pet play dream about Seto Kaiba. Now, Yugipedia.com describes this as Joey has a nightmare about Seto Kaiba and his blue eyes white dragon, <laughs> who tells him he's a coward and becomes a dog. Yeah. Uh, Which phrases it like Seto becomes a dog. That's not <laughs> correct. That would that would actually be a really funny dream. <laughs> if he was just like, you suck ass Wheeler and then turned into a dog. <laughs> Just like a normal dog. Like the Ace Combat dog. <laughs> Just turned into a JPEG of a real dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on this sequence, but yes, it like is a humiliation dream about Kaiba saying he's like a bitch and isn't shit because he lost to Kaiba in the previous episode. And then it cuts to like, uh, morning dew, like falling from a leaf and onto Joey's head, at which point he wakes up. And falling is... out of a flower, yeah, down a leaf, off the end of the leaf, onto Joey's cheek. <sighs> Joey continues to be this, like... Joey continues to be this, like, nexus of homosexuality in this show. You know, which is impressive considering that Bakura and Yami Yugi are right there. <laughs> yeah, and somehow Joey's the gayest motherfucker in this show. Well, we don't have uh, Mr. Tank Top yet, so yeah, that's your man. Yeah, you're obsessed with him. You're obsessed with Duke Devlin. That's not who I was talking about. Oh, wait, which guy were you talking about? Maybe I should have said, maybe I should have said Midriff Man. Maybe that would have been more clear. Yeah, okay, if you said Midriff (laughs) Man, then I would have been like, oh, Merrick. (laughs) Yeah, Merrick. You know, there's, there's a lot of different types of guy in this show. Uh, But they're all orbiting around, they're all orbiting around Takahashi's, like, clear leather fandom. We've talked about this before. Yes, yes. Um, Joey's just having a normal one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... yeah, Man, so, it really does flow perfectly from, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! to Death Note, in a way, huh? I'm just seeing, like, a bridge form before my eyes between these characters and Death Note for some reason. Okay. I kind of can see it. I don't see it all the way, but I do kind of see it. Um, anyway, because of Joey's dream, he's like, he's he's tilted, basically. And he's like, yelling at people. Um, he's like, not getting along with his friends. Um, he decides to like, in the dub, he just kind of decides to run off because he's convinced that someone's following him. I'm like 80% sure they censored him needing to pee. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, goes to a waterfall. Yeah, he goes to a waterfall, and then you see him kind of, like, drying his hands with a handkerchief. 
which which happens, which is what he's doing right as a mysterious Australian sneaks up behind him. No, wait, it's not the Australian guy. It's the guy who sounds like this. Hey, boss. The, the lump of meat. Uh, the guy with the guy with the chronic mook voice. That would be Zygor. Right. I think that would be Zygor. The right. big. Uh, hair like the asparagus from uh, Veggie Tales. Right, I forgot that they all had names. <laughs> yeah, this is the Australian is Sid, and then the last one is Bones. Well, yeah, everybody knows Bones. These these are the well, Bones episodes. I, I said that with a question mark because of its spelling. Bones is with a Z. B O N Z. Bones. So it could be Bones. No, it's definitely it could be Bones. French. Bandit Keith definitely calls the guy Bones. But, so yeah. So, Joey is captured by this big guy who is part of Bandit Keith. You remember him? Bandit Keith is in Duelist Kingdom now, and he has, like, a gang of duelists. Um, which he's essentially using to, like, play in the tournament multiple times. Because he just gives his goons, like, dueling advice, basically. He tells them everything to do and has them duel people for him. Uh, and they have kidnapped Joey and forced him into a into a duel. Um, and because he's mad about Kaiba, he will accept the duel, even though he really could just say no and leave. That's correct, yes. And that is our duel for this episode. I gotta say, Bones, top-tier Yu-Gi-Oh guy. I was not expecting this, uh, but Bones is great. What... In what way? Are you talking, like, just the whole package? You mean his design? Um, I like that he is, like, a freakish little, like, ghoul child (laughs) who's actually, like, he's not natively a zombie guy, you know? Like, they establish, Hmm. maybe this is a dub change, but they establish that Bandit Keith thinks this guy should play zombie cards, and so is making him play zombie cards. But when they go into the (laughs) spooky, like... Uh, graveyard arena it's repeatedly established that bones is kind of wigged out too like he doesn't like being in there and finds it kind of creepy (laughs) so he's just like this little goblin guy who doesn't want to be a goblin guy but is like forced into being like the spooky scary zombie guy and i think that's really endearing for like a random minion yeah he's um Got quite the haircut too. He kind of has Yugi's hair. Yeah, he's kind of like an alternate universe Yugi. It's like goth Yugi. Uh, yeah. This is like if if Yugi went into the Dagaba cave, this is what he'd find. <laughs> uh. So yeah, Bones is strategy. So Bones has a zombie deck, um, where his battle plan as basically dictated to him by bandit keith because the whole time bandit keith is telling him what to do while looking over his shoulder is to like play a bunch of cards get joey to kill the cards um get joey overconfident and then use the car use the trap card he will call it a magic card but it is a trap card (laughs) call of the haunted to bring them all back as zombies at which point which is one not what call the haunted does only per light it's only one one guy at a time with actual Call of the Haunted. Um, and it doesn't change their type and doesn't give them all the weird rules that zombie cards have in this episode. Uh, those rules being that 
Whenever you kill a zombie card, it comes back and gets like an attack increase. Um, for some reason in this episode, there's a lot of people being like, no, I get a 15% power bonus. Uh, there's, well, there's the field power bonus from Duelist Kingdom. Yeah, rules. there's the field power bonus, but also the zombies get a 15% power bonus. And then I think once he summons Pump King, they get like a further bonus. <laughs> I forgot it was called Pump King. Yeah, Pump King, the King of Ghosts. Because that's Bone's second strategy is once he has a zombie army, another phrase that will repeatedly come up. Um, he will summon Pump King, the King of Ghosts. Which will uh, pump all of his zombies full of ectoplasm and make them get stronger every turn. That's why he's called Pump Kings, because he's pumping. Uh, don't ever... full. Stop. Please. <laughs> I just want to point out that this is Arena of Lost Souls Part 1 and 2, or in Japan... Uh, terror, Call of the Living Dead, and Shield in the right hand, Sword in the left hand. Yeah, I don't know. I do still like the English titles more. I don't know why this is called that, because I don't remember a guy with a sword. Oh, they use yeah, the, that's how the jo- card shield. Oh. Yeah, that's how Joey wins. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, most of this duel is just kind of like Joey getting repeatedly stomped. Um... Remember how Joey got that boss monster, the the red-eyes black dragon, and it was super powerful? It will be chumped out by the zombie army. Um, That's correct. Mm-hmm. Which I think makes this duel a little lame, because it's just kind of like Joey getting beaten. Um, you mentioned, you pointed this out, there's that moment where he like summons the flame swordsman, um, and uh, the flame swordsman just gets killed, and you were like, wait a second, isn't fire like the thing zombies are weak against? <laughs> you know we have yes. we have all this stuff like land monsters can't fight flying monsters uh electricity beats water monsters and yet like when it's fire when it's zombie time all of a sudden you know zombies have no fire weakness um i guess i can't think of any thing where you use fire on zombies because i guess now that i think about it fire would be bad because they would just keep coming at you and you would be on fire. Well, the idea is that, like, you know, you could... The idea, I I think I've definitely seen in a zombie movie, like, because zombies just keep coming, they're kind of not afraid of fire, um, which means you can kind of, like, set fire traps and they will just, like, walk into the fire and destroy themselves, mm. you know? Gotta get in with those damage over time debuffs. Yeah, basically, you can dot a zombie... <laughs> With the, <laughs> with fire. It's just a weird, you know, it's not necessarily, like, inconsistent, but it's one of those things where, like, we're really truly in the Calvin Ball era of this show. Oh, yeah. We had Catapult Turtle last time. We had Catapult Turtle. Um, and this one is especially, like, zombies are so strong. It is hard. Zombies are so strong, and yet they can be shut out so hard. With a single magic card, because this is how the duel ends, you know, Yugi... The secret is that they have all this strong attack, but they have zero defense. Uh-huh. Because this is justified as uh, zombies are unable to think for themselves, so they can't defend themselves. I guess I've never seen a zombie block. <laughs> yeah. Like, it kind of makes sense, but it's just very funny that, like, that, you know, Bones will have this line, like, 
he has this line where he goes like, Oh, I forgot. Zombies can't defend themselves because they don't have any will of their own. <laughs> it's just... Okay, Bones. I do kind of now want to see, like, Ryu from Street Fighter walk up to <laughs> the 28 Days Later zombies. Block this overhead. What? <laughs> Uh, he just does the hurricane kick through a bunch of zombies. Uh, so yeah, uh, so the like B plot of this episode is uh, Yugi and the rest of the crew running through the cave system to try to find Joey. Um, is the, did this sequence do anything for you? Mostly, I just thought about the abridged series version of this. Yeah, I couldn't not think about. How gay people love to hibernate in caves. <laughs> Maybe the funniest of series <laughs> joke. <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> Help, it's one of my fangirls. <laughs> uh, and then the, the classic one where uh, Tristan punches a boulder. Oh, yeah. My voice gives me super strength. Yeah, but it was a fake boulder. Yeah, I that part's good. I love the idea of, like, Pegasus ordering people to make all these stupid traps. Like, the cave, um, like, the cave system has, or, like, the cave arena has this super intricate, like, graveyard field, which has a whole fake graveyard in there, and then, like, fog machines, and, like... It's in a cave. There's like a 90% chance that nobody ever finds this arena, but Pegasus went all out, and we love that bitch for it, you know? Yeah. What, you think he's not going to put a spooky cave? <laughs> uh, the boulder, the bold, the giant fake boulder, which is a huge balloon with a speaker in it, that <laughs> just kind of makes boulder noises, uh, is, is incredible. Uh, as is the sequence... It's- as is the sequence of Tristan uh, punching the boulder out when they get like backed into a wall. You might call it a small boulder the size of a large boulder. Um, yeah, you know what? Fuck. <laughs> I guess. Um, I'm being told by this wiki page that at the end of this duel, Joey has eight star chips, so he is not out of the woods yet. Yeah. But basically, yeah, so when Yugi Yugi finds Joey, um, he basically gives him the hint of how to win, uh, which is that for just randomly, Joey has a card in this deck that will, like, swap the attack and defense, as we've said of monsters. As we said, zombies don't have any defense, so Joey makes one of his defensive monsters, like a beast, and just, like, starts punching dudes to death. Um, and the zombie army is defeated. At which point, Bandit Keith is like, <laughs> you just beat one of my minions, it won't stop me now. And then, like, the gang gives him a lecture about, like, hiring mooks to play for him. I don't think Bandit Keith cares. Well, he takes all their starships because he didn't get any from Joey. Yeah, no, yeah. That's the end of the episode, is that he, uh, he, he beats them up off camera and takes their starships and is like, now I have ten starships. <laughs> Um, Joey also tries to use Time Wizard because he's like, hey, it worked the last time. Yeah, the, that's, I think, the worst part of this duel is when Joey just goes through, like, every single one of his gimmicks that, like, yeah. won his other duels and they all get beaten by the zombie army one by one. Uh, I really feel like this show, like, just makes Joey seem 
terrible. Yeah. You know, like, just a dude with no... Just a dude with who seems like he wins all of his duels on, like, blind luck. I think all of the Joey <laughs> haters are correct. Yeah. Everybody... But he... hey, he'll stop dueling at some point. He'll just stop entirely? Well, yeah, it has to become the Yuki show. Well, it's always... Even more. <laughs> I, I feel like everyone else takes a back seat at some point. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. I mean, as far as I know, he's dueling up until, like, the end of Battle City. Um, yes. So, and I don't really know anything that happens in Yu-Gi-Oh! past Battle City. Uh, oh god, I don't even know what the actual arc is called. I'm just thinking about little Karibo voice saying, Aura Kakamalos. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's Would see. you like to know the errors from this uh, episode eighteen? What are we calling errors here? Well, when Joey thinks about using Time Wizard to win previous duels, he says that it fossilized Rex Raptor's dinosaur when it was actually Red Eyes Black Dragon, which is a dragon. <laughs> Thank you, Yu Gi Oh Wiki, for this important correction. <laughs> There's more, but I don't think any of them are as funny as which is a dragon. Which is which it is a dragon. <laughs> I think you'll find it has wing. That is not correct, because according <laughs> to the encyclopedia, of, uh, yeah, this was like I feel like this was a perfectly serviceable three out of five little like monster of the week mm-hmm. episode. Bones is like a fun a fun little guy. Um, yeah, I've I also have fond memories of fighting Bones in one of the Yu Gi Oh games because um, he was like one of the easier opponents in the Battle City game. It was yeah, it's pretty easy to find him too because you just go to the graveyard in the middle of the <laughs> city and there he is and you're like, Aha, fight me, Bones. Alright, I just just clicked the expand button on the uh, episode list here, Mm -hmm. and yeah, we are looking at a Mm three-parter next episode, Double Trouble Duel, which which means Paradox Brothers. (laughs) Yeah, Uh uh-huh. So, we'll see what that's like. But after that, we get to watch Face Off. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah, we're... Starring Nicolas Cage. We're, like, moving... Duelist's uh, Kingdom pacing is a little weird. I, like, had this idea in my head that there were going to be so many, like, fighting random guys duels, but we're actually moving along at a fast pace. Like, it's... After face-off, yeah, they're just, like, in the castle and in the finals, right? Yeah, face-off is the end of the first half. And I think Shining Friendship, episode 25, might be a clip show or something. I think, isn't Shining Friendship the one where Yugi is, like, catatonic? <laughs> and Taya has to have her one duel in yes. the season to prove to him that the yes. power of friendship is real? That's correct. Then we've got, you know, Champion versus Creator, parts one and two, The Night Before. Then we have not, after that, we mostly have things like. Dual Identity 1 and 2, Keith's Machinations 1 and 2, Best of Friends, Best of Duelists 1 and 2, uh, Yugi versus Pegasus, Match of the Millennium, Parts 1 through 5, mm-hmm. and that's only up to 39. So after that, we have another 
10 episodes. Damn. Oh, yeah, because don't they get back and then there's like a, uh, there's some like, not quite filler, but like they're just kind of bopping around episodes. There's one where Rebecca's going to show up. Episode 41, The Wrath of Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) Leading us into Legendary Heroes, parts 1, 2, and 3, and Dungeon Dice Monsters. Yeah. 1, 2, 3, and 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the season doesn't actually like stop with the end of Duelist Kingdom, which is interesting. Yeah, um, there's a couple. There, yeah, there's ten episodes of like other stuff, and then eventually after that, we will get to uh, season two, which uh, will be Battle City. Battle City. Hmm. Remember Esperoba. Do I ever? My name is Esperoba. <laughs> All right. Would you like this baby? <laughs> All right. I think we're done. Yeah, I think so. You know, um, Gotham City Limits is teaching me that sometimes, you know, you finish the episode and then you're just done. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to open it today, but next time, if somebody wants to send us emails about the Paradox Brothers or Arena of Lost Souls, where should they send those emails to? Uh, you can send them to uh, we are the email at gmail.com, an email address that is rapidly becoming less and less relevant. <laughs> we are the email, though. We, we are the email. Every fucking day I send emails. I don't. I, I have a, but I get them. I have a job that's about, uh, in a large part, about sending and receiving emails. My old job used to be about uh, sending and receiving emails, but uh, not so much now. What's that one post? Is that one post on Twitter about how every day Sephiroth gets emails, and so no wonder he starts killing people? (laughs) (laughs) It's like some Tumblr post about that. (laughs) I remember the post about how um, the detail in Crisis Core... That Sephiroth uses an entire bottle of hair product every time he takes a shower. <laughs> oh, because man. he has lots of hair. <laughs> uh, I know that his sword got smaller across uh, different adaptations of Final Fantasy. I think it's gone both ways, much like Sephiroth himself. I think it used to be... I think in the original game it was like 8 feet, and then at some point they said it was 6 feet. That sounds right, but I wouldn't be surprised if Advent Children made it bigger again. <laughs> if his sword got longer. Alright, I said we're done, and now we're talking about Sephiroth. <laughs> get me out yeah, of here. I love that guy. Uh, get me out of hey. here. Hey, what? get off my deck. Yeah, get off my deck. Also, get on, get off my deck and get on Twitter, where you can follow me at Great Grieve, which is a type of bird. You can follow me on Twitter, too, at Neither Nora, while you're there. Yeah. Now you can get off our decks. Yeah, now you can get off our decks. Fuck out of here. Hey. Hey. It's a Joey episode, so we gotta be like, hey, I'm dueling here. I'm dogging here. Awoo. Alright, goodbye. Disappeared. Out of here. It was time to pay my dues. Never guessed that you'd be dressed in my clothes and in my Wait to move right in If I 
Cause now I'm back. For our plan to succeed, Kaiba must be taken out of the picture. Permanently. You'll never take me alive. Seto Kaiba will bother us no more. <laughs> I'm not gonna give up Kaiba Corporation without a real fight. It's takeover time by me. I attack with the Blue-Eyes White Dragon! Thought you were so...